You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. To help live out the victory we have as Christians, we must all cultivate and follow a devotional lifestyle. Find out how in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Sa oras na ito, atin pong muling pag-uusapan yung atin pong uh, pangalawang linggo ng ating uh, serye na That Thing You Do. Maring iba nagtatanong, uh, sino po rito yung narito last week, kasang kamay? Yan. So, sa dalit-salita yung iba, wala sila last week. That Thing You Do, isang series po natin, ano yung mga bagay na ating ginagawa sa ikalalago ng ating pananampalataya at ng ating personal devotion sa Panginoon. Because we are so concerned about everyone's spirituality, our connection with God. Last time po, pinag-usapan natin is about the Holy Scriptures, about read. Mapapansin nyo ninyo sa labas, nakalagay yung unang week natin about read. And we are talking about the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. And uh, as we discussed last week, from Genesis to Revelation, that's the Bible. And the central message of the Bible is none other than the Gospel. And this is the Gospel that we preach. This is the message that we carry. And the central person in the Gospel is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. That's why the entire Bible is always pointing to Jesus Christ. Now, ngayon pong oras na ito, pag-uusapan natin about share. Sabihin natin, share. Okay. Yan po yung buhay na atin pong pinagsasalusaluhan under the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ. At ito po yung ating pag-uusapan sa oras na ito. I'm pretty sure you are aware of what is happening around us. And siguro kilala nyo itong tao na ito. Okay? Sino po nakakilala dyan? Sino nakapanood sa television ng balita tungkol dyan? Siguro naman po, hindi ko kayo nakatira sa bundok. Uh, Kilalahunin niyo yan. Si Just, uh, lagana po ng justice para kay Andre Marcos. Okay? Wala akong kilalaman doon sa kilala nating Marcos na naging presidente ng Pilipinas. But si Andre Marcos po ay isang estudyante sa San Beda, is a law student in San Beda na namatay dahil po sa hazing. Okay? Ito po ay hindi na lamang ngayon natin narinig. Katunayan eh, nasawang-sawa na nga tayo marinig na lagi na lang may namamatay sa hazing na isang estudyante. Ito po, two months ago, if I'm not mistaken, may isa pang estudyante na matay na taga San Beda rin. Okay? Namatay din dahil din sa hazing. At hindi lamang sa San Beda, sa iba't iba pang mga universidad, Marami pong namamatay dahil po sa hazing. At nakalulungkot dahil sa organisasyong ito ay marami nang nasusumpungang namamatay dahil sa sobrang pagpapahirap. Although, sa lahat po ng mga fraternity na nakikita natin at narinig natin, napabalitaan natin, wala ho kahit sino man, walang umaamin. Kahit isa, walang umaamin na may hazing. But almost all fraternity na maraming namamatay sa hazing and yet, they would deny na mayroong hazing. Buti na lang ho, ako nung Ako po'y nag-aaral dahil kasi lagi sinasabi ng tatay ko sa akin before going abroad, sabi ko, wag na, wag na, wag na, wag kayong mag-join sa anumang fraternity. Now, hindi ko po sinasabing masama ang layunin ng fraternity. Katunayan, uh, kung titignan ninyo ang nilalaman ng mga sinasaad ng mga uh, fraternity, it's all about brotherhood. Brotherhood, okay? Kapatiran sa Tagalog. At maganda naman yung kanilang objective because ito isang organization of common common, uh, I should say, common profession. Kung yung profession nila, usually yan, magkakasama sa isang fraternity. And, bagamat maganda yung layunin, subalit, hindi yun ang realidad na nakikita natin. Maaaring maraming nakikinabang 
sa uh, sa fraternity pero at the same time marami ring buhay na nasasayang. Now ito nga pa talaga yung tunay na brotherhood na pwede nating asahan na dapat ay maging bahagi tayo. Ang pinagtataka ko po sa kabila ng marami ng namamatay sa hazing inside fraternity, ang isang bagay na pinagtataka ko ay bakit marami pa rin ang mga nahihikayat sa fraternity. Alam mo na, aminin ko sa inyo, nung kuleyo ako, marami yung nag-recruit sa akin sa iba't ibang klase ng fraternity. Pero hindi po ako nag-join kahit isa. Ang fraternity po na na-involve ko yung ano, prating gutom, prating tulog, at prating gala. <laughs> so, iba klase ng fraternity. Gayunpaman, katulad ng nasabi ko kanina, marami pa rin ang gustong mag-join. Alam niyo kung bakit? Because everyone would like to belong. Everyone would like to be part of a particular group where they fulfill the belonging. Gusto lahat maging bahagi ng isang samahan na kung saan makaka-identify sila at sila ay ma-identify at sila ay makakasama doon sa isang samahan na yun at makakaramdam sila ng pagiging bahagi nito. This is the world's perspective of what fellowship is all about. And precisely, yan po pag-uusapan natin ngayong araw na to. It's about fellowship. Tumayo po tayong lahat. At tayo po pong buksan natin ang ating Bible dito po sa may Acts chapter 2, beginning verse 42 up to 46. At mamaya tatalun tayo sa may chapter 4. Okay. Masahin po natin. Acts chapter, 4, Acts chapter 2, beginning verse 42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad, with, with glad and sincere hearts. Talong po tayo sa may chapter 4 na tayo kung simulan natin sa verse 32 hanggang 35. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power... Oh, wala na po yung lipat. Verse 33. Nasa chapter 4 na tayo, mga kapatid. Okay? Chapter 4. Ako na lang po. Pindot. Yan. Hindi yan nailipat. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify that the resurrection of the Lord Jesus in much grace was upon them all. There were no needy persons among them, for from time to time those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Lord, maraming salamat po sa araw na ito. Salamat po sa pagbibigay mo sa amin ng yung Santong Espiritu para lubusan po namin maunawaan ng iyong mga salita. We entrust to you everything, Lord. Let your grace operate in our midst today. 
makita po namin ang minsahe mo ngayong oras na ito sa aming pagsasama-samang pagsamba sa iyong pangalan. Salamat Ama, itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen, Amen. Okay. Now, siguro po you are familiar with the word fellowship. Okay? We are going to discuss it as as a venue for sharing life. We have a shared life. Sabi natin, shared life. Ano po yung larawan ng shared life? Ito po yung tatalakayin natin. A shared gospel, a shared values, and a shared blessing. At iisa-isahin po natin yan in the context of the early church. Now, sinabi noon una, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Kaya last time we talked about the Word of God. That's precisely the apostles' teaching. And to fellowship, ang sabi ron. And it came from the, the Greek word koinonia. Sabihin natin koinonia. Sabi ron, koinonia is a sharing, a partnership, participation, or social interaction, communication, communion, contribution. Okay. Now, kasi pag sinabing fellowship, usually, in our context today, pag sinabing fellowship, ang may isip na kung ikaw ay believer, ang may isip mo, ah, Victory Christian Fellowship. Di ba? Uh, Green Hills Christian Fellowship. We, You are talking about the church. Okay? Yung mga fellowship. Yung mga businessman naman, yung mga breakfast fellowship. Okay? So somehow, may, di, may, may kapareho yung definition natin ng fellowship. Ito ay isang pagsasama-sama ng mga tao, pag-uusap, pagbabahaginan sa isa't isa. But titignan natin, yung klase ng fellowship meron in the early church dahil doon nagsimula yung fellowship na tunay na initiate ng ating Panginoon. Remember that we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were the church of the Lord in the New, uh, in the New Testament, in the early church, and we are a continuation of the church of the Lord. And so we are gathering together to have fellowship. Pero ano yung difference not fellowship na meron tayo as believers of the Lord compare to the fellowship na meron ang mundo. Andyan po ba kayo? Anda na po ba kayo? Okay, pag-aralan natin una yung shared gospel. This is what makes us distinct and different from all other organization. Halimbawa na lang, in the early church, ang Judaism po, yan po yung relihiyon ng mga Hudyo, sila ay naniniwala sa tinatawag na Old Testament scriptures, especially yung mga writings ni Moses. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges. Naniniwala sila dyan. They believe that's the word of God. Pero pagdating na sa gospel, that distinguishes us, that distinguishes us from Judaism. Because they don't believe in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. They don't believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord. Now, so, importante sa atin, mga mananampalataya, na maintindihan natin kung ano ba talaga yung gospel. Lagi kong narinig yan. May narinig pa tayo sa litang full gospel. E sa totoo lang mo, wala naman akong half gospel eh. At wala rin yung one-fourth na gospel. Okay? Now, ano ba yung shared, ano ba yung pinag-uusapan natin tungkol sa gospel? Gusto ko kasi maintindihan ng lahat ng mananampalataya na walang lalabas dito kahit isang hindi naiintindihan ng gospel. Why? Because that is the very central message of the scripture. In the Old Testament, kasi when you talk about gospel, summarize in my own words the way I understand it and the way I would like you to understand it as well. Now, 
the gospel is the message about the Lord's death, resurrection, exaltation, and glorification that paved the way for us receiving the saving grace, the enabling grace, and the forgiving grace of God. So, hindi lamang po ito pag sinabing gospel, susi ng ating kaligtasan. That's one, that's the main. Tayo ay naligtas dahil sa kamatayan at pagkabuhay muli ni Jesus, kundi how we live this life according to the will of God. Now, let me just tell you this. Kahit ho anong ganda ng mensahe. Okay? If even if I'm talking about integrity, magandang mensahe yan, di ba? Pag pinag-usapan natin ay ispatungkol sa joy, pinag-usapan natin tungkol sa character, marami tayong pwedeng pag-usapan, but if it is outside the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, those are just good words, those are good substance, but no power. Because the power comes from the gospel of the Lord. Amen. So it's not just the saving grace. Hindi lamang kaligtasan ang tinanggap natin dahil sa gospel, kundi yung kalakasan kung paanong magagawa ng patuloy ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay nanggagaling sa kapangyarihan ng gospel because the power of the gospel is the power of the Lord's resurrection. Amen. The gospel is not complete without the resurrection. Pag sinabong death lang, kulang. Okay? Kailangan the death and the resurrection of Jesus. That's what the gospel is all about. At gusto kong maintindihan natin. Hindi pagka sinabing, ano ba ang gospel? Mag-iisip ko ng napakalali, parang hindi mo maalam kung ano. The gospel is just about the death, resurrection, exaltation, and glorification of the Lord Jesus Christ that brought us saving grace, enabling grace, and forgiving grace of the Lord. Now, itong shared gospel nito, this is the common ground that we have as believers. Now, ito po ay mayroong kapangyarihan because the very power of the gospel is the resurrection power of Jesus and this message has transformed many lives and many nations. And this message is the kind of message na hindi malalaos and will never, never lose its power because the central person in the gospel is none other than the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, si Jesus Christ. Amen. Hindi ba tayo natutuwa that we have a message to proclaim. There are so many organizations uniting themselves for a common cause, but outside of the Lord Jesus Christ, those organizations may be good. Maganda man yung mga organization na yun, pero kulang. At marahil ay wala pang kapangyarihan. Ang kainamano, we have the most powerful message of all time, of all generation. Amen. We have a message to proclaim. Now, to tell you, in Acts chapter 2, verse 43, everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. And we say that is the power of the gospel. Gumagawa ng himala, gumagawa ng magaganda, dakilang bagay, because there is power in the gospel. Now, hindi lamang ho sa mga healing hindi lamang ho sa pagtanggap ng mga himala sa Panginoon. Yung isang buhay na nagsisi ng kasalanan, isang buhay na nabago, yung isang pamilyang nabuo, yung isang pagsasamang naisaayos, yung isang buhay at pamilya na dati wasak at binuunang Panginoon ay bahagi ng mga himala na ginagawa ng Diyos araw-araw because of the power of the gospel. Amen. I myself ay bunga ng kapangyarihan ng gospel ng Panginoon na after receiving Christ, 
Ang buhay ko noon ay patapon eh. Wala akong direksyon yung buhay ko bilang isang kabataan. Pawardi-warde, hindi ko alam saan ako pupunta. But you know what? By the grace of God, after knowing Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, binago ng Panginoon yung buhay ko. Noon hindi niyo ako mapapatayo kahit sa harapan ng klase at papagsasalita sa ganitong crowd. Lahat po nang minemorize ko pag ako ay mag-recite na sa klase, nalimutan ko ng lahat dahil sa nervyos ko. Because wala akong kumpiyansa sa sarili ko dahil sa background na pinanggalingan ko. But the Lord transformed my life and I could not even imagine that I am standing here not with the persuasive words of man's wisdom but by the demonstration of the Spirit's power. Amen. Yung pagdiretso ng dila ako na dati ako'y bulol, okay, kinatawanan ako lang lahat ng mga kalor. Yung pagdiretso lang ng dila ako isang malaking himala na now I am proclaiming the gospel na hindi ako nabubulol. Amen. Now, the power of the gospel is so real. Inaayos ang problema ng isang bansa. Inaayos ang problema ng isang tao, ng isang pamilya, ng isang negosyo, ng anumang buhay. Because the power of the gospel comes from the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kahit kamatayan, hindi napigil si Jesus. Ang kamatayan ang pinaka-strongest weapon ng enemy and yet Jesus Christ was able to conquer death. Ano pa yung hindi niya po pwedeng ma-conquer? Kung kamatayan na, conquer niya na wala na siyang hindi pa kayang i-conquer. And therefore, all of us who are in Christ Jesus, we are all more than conqueror through Christ Jesus. Amen! Amen! This is the message that we have. Now, sa Acts chapter 2, verse 47, sabi the Lord added, sabi natin, the Lord added, sinong nagdadagdag? Si Lord. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. The apostles were just God's instrument. Hindi nila followers yung mga sumusunod sa kanila. They were all followers of Jesus Christ. And when we center our fellowship, when we center our church on Jesus Christ, that is when the Lord would add many to our to our church. Amen. To our fellowship. Si Lord yung nagdadala by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hindi dahil sa magagaling yung mga apostol, katunayan no. Ako po, mga ordinaryong mga tao lang yung mga apostol na tinawag ng Panginoon. Na sa kanilang pagiging ordinaryo, the extraordinary God intervened and made use of their lives to be a living instrument for God. Amen. Just like the rest of us, ordinary tayo and yet, kumikilos ang Panginoon sa buhay natin. Ilan sa inyo ang may mga nadala ng kaluluwa sa Panginoon? Taas ang kamay. Ha? Sige, wala pa. We have a message to proclaim God is just using our mouth because there is already power in the gospel of the Lord. And the Lord, because the Lord added to their number, it talks about fruitfulness of the gospel. Natanong ko, sino po rito ang nagpunta sa lugar na ito na may nag-invite sa inyo o may nag-share sa inyo ng word of God kung bakit kayo narito, taas ang kamay? Yung iba bakit kayo narito? Biyane, sino po yung narito dahil naimbitahan kayo ng isang kaibigan o kamag-anak o pamilya? Taas kamay! Tataka ko, saan kayo nanggaling yung iba? Siguro, wala lang kayo magawa, napunta kayo dito. Ha? Totoo ba yan? Dito, talong ko, sino rito ang na-invite? Kaya kayo narito sa churches because may nag-share sa inyo ng Word of God at dilala kayo dito. Taas kamay! Okay? Parang hirap-hirap kayo magtaas ah. Dito, sino? Nagpunta rito, okay? 
you know what? May mga taong ginamit ang Panginoon kung bakit kaya narito, pero alam nyo, sa totoo lang, si Lord ang nagdala sa inyo dito. Amen! Amen! Come on! We are followers of Jesus Christ, not followers of anyone. That's what makes our organization so strong because it is centered on Jesus Christ. Now, isa pa. Sa Acts chapter 4, verse 33, sabi ko, with great power, say great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and much grace was upon them all. Now, sabi ko nun, yung ang mga apostol ay nagtetestify with great power. Saan galing yung power na yun? Galing po yun sa Panginoon. And we are talking about the proclamation of the gospel here. And that is our common ground. Anong ibig ko sabihin? Sinabi ko kanina, as a church, we have a message to proclaim. This is what unites all of us. Alam nyo, ito po common way ito sa body of Christ. When you raise a political issue in the church, church will be divided. When you raise, when you ask people to vote for a particular candidate, church will be divided. Even for a common cause, church will be divided. But when you talk about Jesus and the power of the gospel, the entire people are united. That's what makes us all united. It's not a political issue. It's not a social issue. It's not any political personality. It's not any superstar that would unite us. It's only Jesus and the gospel of Jesus. Amen. Yun po yung common ground natin. When we go out of this place, lumalabas tayo, nagka-testify ka, hindi mo sinasabing, kaya hindi mo sinashare sa mga tao, yung ibang bagay, maliban sa gospel ng Panginoon, hindi ka mag-invite ako, doon ka sa church namin, magagaling ang mga pastor doon. You don't say that. Pag nag-i-invite kayo, doon kayo sa church namin, malalambot ang upuan doon, malamig pa ang aircon. Katunayan ng mga tao nga, minsan hirap magtaas ng kamay, sa sobrang ginaw. <laughs> we don't promote even the name of our church. Our name is just for the sake of identification. Hindi ito ang tatanggapin ninyo para kayo maligtas. It's still Jesus Christ. Amen. So we have a message to proclaim. And we need to have ownership of this message. Mga kapatid, we are supposed to have ownership of this message because the message that I'm going to share to people, the message that you're going to share are just but the same. Amen. Tandaan po ninyo to, when we stop preaching about Jesus, when we stop preaching about the gospel, we already lost the reason why we come together. Imagine nyo kung linggo-linggo tatayo ako dito, hindi ko nababanggitin yung pangalan ni Jesus. Hindi ko nababanggitin about the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Magingiti na lang tayo dito at pagkainan, masaya naman tayo. But you know what? We are going to lose our reason for coming here. Because the very reason why we have fellowship is first and foremost, we have fellowship with God. And second, we have fellowship with one another. And the reason why we gather together and the strength that we have in having fellowship together is because of our fellowship with God. That is why you mga apostle, why is it that with great power, they testify about the resurrection of the Lord? Because that's precisely the mandate of every one of us. Go and preach the good news in all creation. 
Be an evangelist. Preach the word in season and out of season. Lahat po tayo may mandate na ipangaral ang salita ng Panginoon. And that's what makes us together. That is our rallying point. That is our cause. Ang ipangaral ang salita ng Panginoon because the gospel is the only message that can transform lives. Amen. When you start testifying about what God has done in your life, that is just a prelude. Introduction lang huyon. Kasi alam mo, binago ko ng Panginoon. Magulong marriage ko. Pero inayos ng Panginoon simula ng tanggapin namin siya sa aming puso. Introduction lang yun. Pag doon ka lang nagtapos, kulang yung mensahe mo. At po kayo, your testimony may be good. But your good is not enough. Because you are supposed to continue and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is because we have a changed life because of what Jesus Christ did in us. When Christ died and rose again from the dead, He gave us the power and the ability to change. And since we accepted Him in our hearts, nagsimula ang pagbabago sa buhay na. Mga kapatid, pwede tayong, pwede ako magpatawa rito ng paghapon at maging masaya tayong lahat. Pero hindi ko babanggitin ang pangalan ni Jesus, sayang yung oras. Niwala kayo? Kasi sasabihin ko sa inyo, manood na lang ho kayo. Ito'y tanghali. Manood kayo ng itbulaga. Yun, tatawa kayo ng tatawa. Diba? But this is more than a television show. This is more than an entertainment. This is about the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus which we all embrace because the power to transform lives lies from the gospel of Jesus. Amen? Aren't you glad we, are, we have the most powerful message of all? Amen? Wow. Now, so first John chapter 1 beginning verse 2 and verse 3. Sabi ron, the life appeared. This is, this is talking about Jesus Christ. The life appeared. We have seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ nagagawa natin mag-testify and proclaim ng gospel lang Panginoon because of our fellowship with God. Amen? Now, let me talk about shared values. Ito po yung mga bagay na pinapahalagahan natin as a church, as a believer of the Lord. Because when we talk about shared life, pinagsasalusaluhan natin yung anong klaseng buhay, yung buhay na ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon. And the life of Jesus Christ, the very character of Jesus Christ radiates to every one of us who is part of the church. So, meron tayong shared values, mga pinagsasalusaluhang, mga paniniwala, lalo na yung mga bagay na ating pinapahalagang things that really matters. Example, sa Acts chapter 2, verse 44, ang sabi, All the believers were together and had everything in common, no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. Ito po'y tumutukoy sa ating unselfishness as part of the church. You know, the example of this is Christ Himself. Hindi siya naging madamot. Hindi lang siya basta nag-bless. Hindi lang siya bumaba sa lupa at silabi niya, God bless you. Bumaba siya rito sa lupa. Ang ibinigay niya yung kabuuan ng buhay niya at puso niya. He died on the cross. Nung naroon siya sa krus, 
sinabi niya, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Ibinahagi ni Jesus yung kanyang pagmamahal sa atin sa pumagitan ng gawa through the demonstration of His death. Mga kapatid, the church, in the early, we're talking about the early church, ganito yung value nila. Sabi, the believers were together, nag-i-enjoy sila, and had everything in common. Hindi nila iniisip yung pansarili. Now, siguro nasanay kayo na pagka pumupunta sa restaurant, marami kasi ganitong attitude sa church eh. Kasi pagpunta ka sa restaurant, di ba, may mga babati sa'yo doon, di ba? Sabi sa'yo, uh, good morning sir, good afternoon sir. Naranasan nyo ba yon? Minsan hindi nyo na pinapansin, di ba? Kasi sanay na kayo eh, lagi nung nagpapasok kayo, alam nyo naman, kayo binabati kayo dahil alam, ah, gagastos kayo, di ba? Bibili kayo ng produkto namin, di ba? So minsan, ganun din ang nagiging attitude natin pagpapasok tayo sa church. Kasi iniisip natin, dapat isatisfy ako ng church na ito. Kinakailangan malamig. Kinakailangan magandang upuan. At kinakailangan yung upuan ko nung nakaraang linggo, dapat yun din ang upuan ko ngayon. Ah, kailangan i-welcome nila ako ng gusto. At kailangan dumadaan pa lang ako, bumubukas na automatic ang pinto. Medyo pakamig, di ba? For sa atin. Siguro masasabi natin, okay pa kung kayo pumapasok sa restaurant, ganun kasi nagbabayad kayo eh. At pag hindi kayo satisfied sa service, nagre-reklamo tayo. But in the church, hindi po ganun ang attitude. Magpupunta ka sa church, isipin mo, ano ba ang maitutulong ko at maikokontribute ko sa church? Now, sasabihin ko po sa'yo, magiging diretsuhan na po ako. Okay? Okay lang ko ba sa inyo? Diretsuhin ko na kayo, ha? Kaya walang personalan, trabaho lang. Okay. Yung pag ikaw ay nakikinig ng preaching, ikaw ay tumatanggap, right? Pero pagka ikaw ay nag-worship, ikaw ay nagbibigay. Nagbibigay ka ng pagsamba sa Diyos, binibigay yung puso mo, binibigay mo yung tinig mo, binibigay mo yung kabuuan ng sarili mo. Amen. Pero pag nakikinig ka ng Word of God, libre yan, nakikinig ka, nagtitake note ka pa nga minsan eh, di ba? You are receiving a message. Pero alam ba ninyo, minsan mga tao mas gusto nila yung nakikinig lang kaysa sila ay sumasamba. Kasi ang pagsamba, ikaw yung nagbibigay, hindi ka tumatanggap. Dapat po, kung anong pagpapahalaga ang binibigay natin sa pagtanggap ng salita ng Diyos, ganun din yung pagpapahalaga ang binibigay natin sa pagbibigay ng pagsamba sa Panginoon. Amen. Kayo ba love niyo yung offering time? When you come to the church, alam niyo, natutuwa ako sa mga intercessors natin. Alam niyo, bago pa kayo pupunta rito, lahat kayo na ipag-pray na. Kasi ang mga intercessors pupunta rito, hindi niyo iniisip yung, ano ba yung makukuha ko sa church na yan? O paano ba ako mabibless dyan? Pupunta sila rito, pupunta sila sa room na yun, pag-pray nila kayong lahat. Because they believe na yon ang kanilang bahagi para maging pagpapala sila sa church na ito. Amen. Why don't we give a hand to all of our intercessors? Even to all of our ushers right here. Alam ba, ang hirap yun. Bawat papasok dyan, ngingitian mo. Mahirap lang, maglagay ka ng plaster dyan. Hi, good morning, good afternoon. Di ba? But they are doing it what? because that's what they can give to the church. Now, dapat po maging ganun yung mindset natin. We are not self-centered. Ano kaya ang maiko-contribute ko? Alam nyo na ako eh, bago pa lang sa church noon, Tuwing Sunday, ordinaryo attendees. Pag ako ay nakikinig sa pastor, pag nakita kong minsan medyo nagbabakel-bakel na yung pastor, kahit hindi pa ako involved sa ministry, I would utter a prayer for the pastor. Marahil pagod na siya. Marahil hindi pa siya nananghalian. 
Di ba? Hindi mo alam yung factor involved kung bakit nagkakagano. And yet, in my own way, I don't have to broadcast it. Pag nakikita ko medyo sumasablay, pastor, nagpipray ako para sa kanya. Adyan po kayo. Kapag nagpapaaltar ko lang pastor, in my own way, way nagnanalangin ako na maraming hipuin ng Panginoon para sila ay makakilala sa Diyos. Because ang iniisip ko, hindi ko ano yung matatanggap ko. Kundi ako as an ordinary Christian, ano yung maibibigay ko at may ko-contribute ko. Amen. Now, ito pong scenario na ito, I'm taking the principle, the gist out of these verses. Sa kanilang panahon, kasi they were in great persecution, at dahil sila great perse- uh, greatly being persecuted, sila ay kinakailangan makasurvive. So, kailangan lang ipagbili yung kalilang mga ari-arian para nang sa ganun makasurvive sila. Now, hindi natin ginagawa yun. Bakit? Hindi naman tayo under persecution. Pangalawa, hindi tayo minority. Katunayan, ang dami ng Christian sa Pilipinas. Amen? So, hindi tayo sa ganun sitwasyon, but we take the principle out of those and we say, that's being unselfish. And it, it, it came from the very character of Jesus. Hindi inisip ni Jesus yung makukuha niya, ang inisip niya kung ano yung kanyang maibibigay. Amen? Pangalawa po, sa Acts chapter 4 verse 3, sabi, all the believers were one in heart and mind. It talks about the loyalty and commitment of the believers. They're so loyal to one another. They committed themselves. They are one in heart and mind for a common cause. Gusto nila na sa pamagitan nilang pagkakaisa, makita ng mundo na sila yung mga taong pinili ng Diyos. And they'll be attracted to what they have then they can start saying what they have and what they had is Jesus Christ Himself. Amen. So, pagpapagtatong, bakit? Alam nyo, alam ko lahat kayo may mga Facebook. Karamihan sa inyo may mga Facebook. Okay? Kung wala mo kayong Facebook, at least you have a face. Okay? Now, ang tanong mo, masama ba o hindi ang Facebook? Ito po ay depende kung paano yung ginagamit parang pera. Okay? Kung paano mo gagamitin yung pera mo, yun ang magdetermine kung masama o mabuti ito. Ang Facebook maganda kung alam mo kung paano ginagamit ito. Amen? Kung ikaw gagamit ka ng Facebook at puro pamimintas ng tao ang gagawin mo ron, you are not becoming a blessing to other people. You are not being a source of encouragement. Facebook, social network at tawag dyan, may be good just to connect with people, but there is no actual relationship there. Meron nga, isang libo na mahigit, dalawang libo, sampung libo yung nakakonect, pero feel niya alone pa rin siya. Kasi hanggang doon lang yun eh. We can use it to connect other people, but we still have to meet together. Amen. Now, sabi ng all the believers were one in heart and mind. Iisa ang kanilang objective. Hindi nakasentro sa sarili, nakasentro kay Kristo at sa kanilang pagsasama-sama so that they can become an effective instrument of God in proclaiming the gospel. Now, it talks also about their spiritual unity. Nagkakaisa sila. Hindi sila nagkakagatan. Walang kagatan sa kanila. So sila ay nagkakaisa na sa mga bagay na pinapagawa ng Panginoon, iisa sila. Spiritual, sabi natin, spiritual unity. Now, isa ho sa bahagi na kayo ng pagkakaisa ito. Sa Acts 2.46, sabi, Every day, they continue to meet together. In the temple courts, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Now, Ito po ay tumutukoy sa pagbibuild ng relationship. Listen to me. We give time for something and for someone that we value. If you value something, you will give time. If you value someone, you will give time. 
Same analogy, gagamitin ko ito sa marriage. If, you, if your wife is valuable to you, you will give time. Amen. If you value church fellowship, you will have time. If you value spiritual growth, you will have time for your small groups. Now, every day, tayo nga Sunday lang eh. Pero sila every day, they continue to meet together in the temple courts. May mga sacrifices silang ginagawa just to build that relationship. Because first and foremost, the foundation of their relationship is their relationship with God. They come together, not just for the sake of coming together, but they connect with God. They build a relationship with God together. Alam naman natin, even in marriage, if you would like your marriage to be successful, both of you must be connected with God. Amen. And the more you connect with God, the more you connect with one another. That is the secret of love triangle. Si Lord yung triangle natin. Amen. The more you draw your the more you draw to God, God will will draw you together. Si Lord yung uniting factor ninyo. Amen. Now, sabi ron, they broke bread in their homes and ate together. Alam nyo, isa hong bagay na napakaganda. Eh, us, nung palang huuso na yung kainan. Meron pong tinatawag no na mga, yung ating Holy Communion, which we do here uh, once a month, yung tinatawag na structured na breaking of bread. For us to be reminded of what Jesus Christ did. Again, being reminded of the Gospel. Because the bread symbolizes the body of the Lord. And, and the wine or the juice symbolizes the blood of Jesus. So we are being reminded of the Gospel again. So we come together to have our breaking bread, our Holy Communion, yung structured na breaking of bread. Pero alam nyo, during their time, hindi lamang Holy Communion, yung talagang literal na kainan. Talaga kung may kainan. Alam nyo, pagka sinabing kainan sa mga Pilipino, ting! <laughs> Ganun kagad tayo. Bakit? Ito lang huyata, tayo lang huyata yung may lahi na anim na beses kumakain maghapon. Oh, papatulang siya. Breakfast. Okay? <laughs> Breakfast snack. Di ba sa pagitan ng alas 12, kung kumain ka ng alas 6 o alas 7 ng umaga, may merienda ka pa sa pagitan. Tapos maglalunch ka. Tapos ano yun, may alas 3, magmimerienda ka na naman. Pagdating ng alas 6, ikaw ay maghahaponan. Tapos may merienda ka na naman. Mayroon kang night snack. At masakit nun, may midnight snack ka pa. Di ba? Pagdating sa kainan, ibang klase yung mga Pinoy. Kaya sabi, masyadong relational ang mga Pilipino. Di ba sa ating kultura yung piyesta? Ipangungutang kahit walang pera, basta magkaroon lang ng kainan. Why don't we use it in a proper way? Sila po, nagkakaroon sa talagang literal kainan. May party! Talagang mayroong kainan. Nagkakain na sila and they do it with a sincere heart. Because their relationship is sincere. Their sincerity of relationship sa isa't isa. Totoo sila. Nagkumakain sila ng sama-sama. Alam nyo, ang dali yan sa mga Pilipino kasi. Talagang ibang klase pagka pinabing pagkain eh. Kaya nga kami nagtataka. Pagka sinabing mayroong magsinabing appreciation night. Laku, wala akong absent. Lahat to present kasi alam lang may kainan. Bato-bato sa langit, tamaan sana. Pero magsabi, meron tayong prayer and fasting. <laughs> prayer and fasting. Parang hindi naman, hindi pa nagpa-fasting, nanlulupay-pay na. Diba? Tapos, isang mil pa lang ang sinasakripisyo. Hinanginam na ako, Pastor. Hindi ko na pag-pray mo ako. Hindi pa ako makain ng breakfast. 
Abay, seven days yung fasting natin. Sa isang meal ka pala, hindi ka na tumatagal. Wow. Now, alam po ninyo, isang bagay na nais kong sabihin sa inyo, mga kapatid. Ang relationship sa church ay ating pinapalagal. We don't believe in disposable relationship, but we believe in expandable relationship. Katulad ng aming ipapakita sa inyo sa oras na ito. At higit sa lahat, we are expanding our relationship together. Yan po yung mga susunod na bida sa Expandables 2. Okay? So yan po yung aming team. And I'm so glad I'm part of that team. I'm part of the group. Okay? Siguro naman kilala nyo ako dyan, ano? <laughs> okay. Nakakatuwa lang kong tignan. And this is our point. We don't believe in disposable relationship. We just have to expand our relationship. Sa church, hindi lang dapat isa yung kakilala mo. Baka may kakilala mo hanggang ngayon, isa pa rin. Na pastor, ano na, apat na. Yung nag-invite sa akin, yung Father, yung Son, at saka yung Holy Spirit. So, apat na. Okay? We must learn how to expand our relationship because that is important for our spiritual growth. Amen? Let's give God a big, big hand. And pangatlo na nais kong share sa inyo is about shared blessings. Sabi natin, shared blessings. In Acts chapter 4, verse 34 to 35, sabi ron, there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Now, ano po yung konsepto o yung prinsipyo na papaloob dyan? It's the principle of generosity. Sabi natin, generosity. Generosity motivated by love. Kasi pwede kang magbigay ng wala kang pag-ibig eh. Hindi ba? Kung gusto mo lang magbigay dahil sobra-sobang daming pera mo, katulad ninyo. Di ba? Pwede kayong magbigay dahil ang dami niyong pera. Okay? Pero iba yung you are being motivated by love. You are being compelled by the love of Christ in you. When you see someone in need, hindi ka mapakali, lalo na kung alam mong ikaw ay mayroong magagawa sa kanyang pangailangan. Amen. Hindi mo ini-ignore yung katotohanan. Alam nyo, yung pagiging generous natin is not just in terms of uh, money, but in terms as well of time and prayer, when you take time for some, for, to pray for someone, that is also being generous in another way. Uh, yesterday, dumalawo kami sa ating kapatid na si Cholo. Siya po ay may sakit na sa Asian Hospital. Siya po ay nagkaroon ng pneumonia at uh, nagkaroon ng UTI. And we, kami ni Art ay nagpunta doon. Binisita po namin siya. At uh, isa pong malaking kasiyahan sa kanya na makita kami na siya ay bisitahin at siya ay aming ipanalangin. Yung pong yung kainaman when you are part of a small group eh. Because you can experience the generosity of others and you can also express your generosity motivated by love in so many ways. Not just in terms of money, not just in terms of possession, even in terms of counseling, even in terms of prayer, even in terms of encouragement. Kaya sa Bible, sinasabi, build each other with love. Encourage one another. Spur one another. Lahat po yun makikita ninyo. Why? Because sa simula pa lang yung Ten Commandments, ano yung una? Love God. Pangalawa, love your neighbor. Diba? 
love others. So, yung relationship mo sa Diyos at saka yung relationship mo sa yung kapwa. Now, sabi ka ni Francis Frangipane or Frangipani, even if all we have is a little, the Lord desires us to be joyfully generous so that He will have for His church an abundance for every good work. Let us not be selfish or deceived by money. In a real sense, money is not a blessing, it's a test. Ito po ay pagsubok kung paano natin gagamitin yung pera natin to bless other people. Amen? Now, sabi na 2 Corinthians 8, 4-5, this talks about the early Christians who were so generous in helping Paul in his missionary journey. Ang sabi ni Paul, they urgently pleaded with us for the service, for the privilege of sharing in this service to the saints. Sila para yung nagpupumilit na sumuporta kay Pablo na maging bahagi ng paglilingkod sa mga saints o sa mga mananampalataya. At sabi ng verse 5, And they did not do as we expected, hindi lamang do, hindi nila ginawa yung aming inaasahan, dahil sinasabi ni Pablo, ang inaasahan namin, hindi sila ganong susuporta. Pero ang sabi ganun, But they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. Their generosity was actually motivated by Christ. Ano sabi ron? They gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. Nagawa na lang ibigay ang kanilang sarili sa Panginoon muna bago dun sa iba. At yun po ang dahilan kung bakit nagagawa nating magmahalan dito. Kung titignan ninyo yung katabi nyo, parang ang hirap mahalin minsan, hindi ba? Kasi maraming bagay sa buhay natin na hindi ka mahal-mahal. Aminin natin yan. Hindi ba? Kasi makasalanan tayo. But why is it na nagagawa nating mahalin ng isa't isa? It is because of the love of Christ in us. Because we have given first ourselves to the Lord. At dahil sa tayo tumanggap ng pagmamahal sa Diyos, hindi tayo maramot na ibigay ang pagmamahal na yon sa iba. Amen. Alam nyo, si Jesus ay mayroong prayer sa Bible bago siya umalis. At gusto ko pang maintindihan niyo ito. Nung una kong nabasa itong prayer ni Jesus na ito sa Bible, ako po ay naluha. Dahil masyado pong madamdamin, Jesus was about to leave His disciples and made a prayer. At ang sabi niya sa John chapter 17, ito yung kanyang prayer, beginning verse 20. Sabi niya, My prayer is not for them alone, referring to the disciples at that time. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Sa panahon pa lang ng Panginoon, pinag-pray na pala tayong lahat. Amen. Sabi ka those, sabi those who will believe in me through their, through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in them, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Mga kapatid, maniniwala ang mundo kay Yeso Kristo kung tayong lahat ay magiging iisa sa pagmamahalan ng gagaling sa Diyos. Sabi po ng verse 22, I have given them the glory that you have gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity, say complete unity, to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Mga kapatid, at the end of the day, we have to realize that our fellowship is not just about us. Our fellowship is inspired not by any particular cause aside from the gospel of the Lord. Our fellowship is being inspired not by any good works, not by any religious rituals, not by our admiration to any particular pastor or preacher. 
Our fellowship is inspired by what God has done for us in Christ. Kaya tayo nagsasama-sama dito dahil may ginawang magandang bagay ang Diyos sa buhay mo, sa buhay ko, sa buhay nating lahat, sa pumamagitan ni Kristo. At yun ay sapat na dahilan para tayo magsama-sama at sambahin ang dakilang ngalan niya. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We hope you were inspired by that message. A devotional lifestyle becomes even more meaningful when shared with others. We encourage you to join a victory group today and experience genuine friendships and true belonging. Thank you and stay connected.